the third day of the month. The Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John 1, verse 14. Christ is the image of the invisible God, and Him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. Colossians 1, verse 15. In Jesus, we find the clearest and most complete glimpse of the eternal God that we mortals are capable of experiencing. The church has always insisted that Jesus is far more than simply another good teacher of morals who ran afoul of conventional ideas and beliefs. Jesus is nothing less than God among us in human form. In Jesus, we see the extent to which God will go to proclaim reconciliation and to demonstrate a drastic reordering of life. This is what it means to say that Christ died and rose for us. Consider your response to God's work in Christ Jesus. Suppose Jesus had never lived. How would your ways of understanding God be different? How would your motivation for doing good be different? To what extent does gratitude for the gift of Christ in our midst fill you with joy? Opening Prayer Jesus, Savior and Sovereign, for our sakes you dwell among us in humility and patience, that we might know more fully on earth the ways of heaven. Willingly you allowed yourself to be given over to death at our hands. Triumphantly you conquered death for us and made us your friends rather than the slaves of sin. Drive from our hearts all ingratitude, all apathy or carelessness in following you. Into our hearts thus emptied, pour the fullness of your faithful witness that the world may behold in us some small sign of that eternal love which you have and hold within the Trinity and share most graciously with all who seek you. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 8. I will sing of the loving devotions of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, loving devotion is built up forever. In the heavens you establish your faithfulness. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build up your throne for all generations. The heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness as well, in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared and awesome above all who surround him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is like you? O mighty Lord, your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. From the book of Lamentations, chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, and then 6 through 12, for the Monday of Holy Week. How lovely sits the city that was full of people. She has become like a widow who was once great among the nations. She who was a princess among the provinces has become a forced laborer. She weeps bitterly in the night, and her tears are on her cheeks. She has none to comfort her among all her lovers. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. All her majesty has departed from the daughter of Zion. Her princes have become like deer. They have found no pasture. 
and they have fled without strength before the pursuer. In the days of her affliction and homelessness, Jerusalem remembers all her precious things that were from the days of old, when her people fell into the hand of the adversary and no one helped her. The adversaries saw her. They mocked at her ruin. Jerusalem sinned greatly, therefore she has become an unclean thing. All who honored her despise her because they have seen her nakedness. Even she herself groans and turns away. Her uncleanness was in her skirts. She did not consider her future. Therefore she has fallen astonishingly. She has no comforter. See, O Lord, my affliction, for the enemy has magnified himself. The adversary has stretched out his hand over all her precious things. For she has seen the nations enter her sanctuary, the ones whom you commanded that they should not enter into your congregation. All her people groan, seeking bread. They have given their precious things for food to restore their lives themselves. See, O Lord, and look, for I am despised. Is it nothing to all you who pass this way? Look and see if there is any pain like my pain, which was severely dealt out to me, which the Lord inflicted on the day of his fierce anger. 2 Corinthians 1, verses 1 through 7. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are through Achaia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as the sufferings of Christ are ours in abundance, so also our comfort is abundant through Christ. But if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation, or if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which is effective in the patient enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. And our hope for you is firmly grounded, knowing that as you are sharers of our sufferings, so also you are sharers of our comfort. From the Gospel of Mark, the 11th chapter, verses 12 through 25. On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he became hungry. Seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if perhaps he would find anything on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season of figs. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples were listening. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were buying and selling in the temple, and overturned the tables of the money changers, and the seats of those who were selling doves, and he would not permit anyone to carry merchandise through the temple. And he began to teach and say to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a robber's den. The chief priests and the scribes heard this, and began seeking how to destroy him, for they were afraid of him for the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they would go out of the city. As they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up. Being reminded, Peter said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered, saying to them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted. Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they will be granted you. Whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions.
These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Monday's Prayer Remember, O Lord, all for whom we prayed while gathered yesterday in public worship. Teach us how best we may serve them with deeds of love and kindness. Forgive us for any whom we neglected in prayer. Help us to open our hearts to the needs of all. Grant that what you taught us to do we may both ponder and perform. We bless you for the signs of your love revealed in bread and cup. By these gifts grant us not only hope until we gather at the heavenly banquet, but also graciousness that we may share with others among us the fruits of this earth. If anyone made a profession of faith, baptism, confirmation, or reaffirmation, please lift up their name at this time. Make firm and steadfast the faith of those who yesterday made covenant promises in the midst of the congregation that they may be worthy disciples. Remind us continuously to keep the promises we have made to them as sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus. Bind into one company of hope and one community of service all that you have made and redeemed by the sacrificial life and death of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. A prayer for Monday of Holy Week by Don Sailors. God of strength and mercy, by the suffering and death of your Son, free us from slavery to sin and death and protect us in all our weakness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for God's help in alleviating injustice by Benjamin Tucker Tanner. To thee, O Lord, we make our plea that human sorrows thou wouldst see and human grief and human tears that flow throughout the lifelong years. Awake, O Lord, and speak the word. Awake, assert thyself as Lord, and let the pain of head and heart at thy dear coming, Lord, depart. Awake and let thy people know that from them thou wilt never go, and let the world be put to shame if, Lord, it reverence not thy name. Amen. Receive this benediction for Holy Week from the United Methodist Book of Worship. Go in peace. May Jesus Christ, who for our sake became obedient unto death, even death on a cross, keep you and strengthen you this night and forever. Amen.